Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Beyond the Buoy. My name is Captain Zach, and in today's episode, I speak with Hugh Mitchell, the founder and owner of Boat Grub. Now, we all know 2020 has been a little weird, right? We've had the incredible wildfires over in Australia, the global pandemic, or as I like to say, COVID, the land of COVID. And to cap it off, we've had some protests as well here in the United States. But within every disaster, you always got to see the light. And when Hugh graduated college and all the jobs that he had lined up kind of fizzled out and dried up, he decided that, well, hey, screw it. I'm going to go create my own job. And that is exactly what he did. So with his 15-foot whaler, Hugh decided that he was going to create a food delivery service over in Gloucester, Massachusetts, delivering high-quality food to customers out on their boats, marinas, docks, and so on and so forth. Wherever he could get in via boat, whether it be a beach or dock, he was going to deliver some food. And now he was teamed up with restaurants all around the Gloucester and Ansquam area and is delivering food on a daily basis. It's an awesome story, incredible work ethic that Hugh has, and it was great to be able to get in touch with him. So with that, I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Beyond the Buoy. As always, remember to stick around towards the end and enjoy the show. Hugh, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Buoy. It's a real pleasure to have you here. And you are with Boat Grub, a business born out of the COVID-19 era and uh, for a good reason, but it's a real pleasure to have you here. You're up in Massachusetts. I'm in Rhode Island, so a couple New England guys, and uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks so much. It's, uh, it's great to be here. I love the podcast, uh, and it's a real pleasure to be on. Thank you for reaching out, and thanks for getting me on here. Yeah, well, when I saw what you were doing, you know, all of a sudden, I felt like I was bombarded with, you know, uh, trade only, all, the, all these news outlets that I follow um, just for being in the industry. And all of a sudden, your name pops up. So I'm like, oh, man, I got I to gotta reach out to this guy. So, Hugh, why don't you give us a little bit of background as to who you are, and then let's get right into how everything kind of has started in the story of Boat Grub. So who are you? Yeah, so my name's Hugh. I'm a recent college graduate. I went to Hobart and William Smith College. I graduated with the virtual class of 2020. Um, I was born in Manchester by the sea. And I just recently moved up to Gloucester in Anasquam, Massachusetts, right up here on the North Shore. And uh, after I graduated, I had a bunch of job prospects lined up in March. And then COVID-19 happened and everything kind of dried up completely. So I wanted to spend my summer at least out on the water. And I wanted to buy a boat, a little 15-foot whaler. But my dad was saying how I got to make something happen if I actually want to spend my summer out in the water. So I kind of crafted this idea of Boat Grub. Um, there was a new restaurant that just moved right around the corner from me, and they have a dock. So it kind of seemed like this could be a good fit for this business I was trying to start. So I pitched them the idea of a water delivery service by boat from their restaurant dock out to boats on moorings, anchorages, or people sitting out on the beach trying to socially distance there. They seemed to love the idea, so I moved forward with it, created the Boat Grub brand as it's starting to become known, and uh, yeah, the Boston Herald came, picked up the story, and uh, I think a big part of that is how uh, exciting it is, something new, something that hasn't really been done in this area, to say the least, um, but it's just such a... To me, it almost seemed like a no-brainer, in a sense. You have all these people sitting out on their boats, and everyone's trying to socially distance right now in the restaurant industry. 
especially is suffering a lot right now with the restrictions. And where I live up here, there's a lot of small local businesses and restaurants, not big chains, and they're restricted to only outdoor dining and maybe just takeout. So their market's been cut almost in half. But with Boat Grub, I'm trying to help them expand their market and reach these people that are sitting out on the beach on their boats and preventing them from having to come into the restaurant where there might not be enough seating. So I'm just bringing the food to them. Yeah, so before we get too much into Boat Grub as the brand and the business, you know, there's got to be some draw because, you know, you're a recent college grad going from, what was it, Hobart College, right? Up in New York, yeah. right? Yeah, Hobart, in New York, right? Smith. Upstate New York. Upstate New York. It's pretty much right in between Syracuse and Rochester, so... Oh, all right. Right on. So it's funny, you know, before we got on and started recording, I had mentioned that I knew Hogan Peters from you Surfboard Wax, who's been on the podcast. And the fact that you guys or you, what is it, mutually kind of know each other? Yeah, we knew each other. I knew him um, when I was at school for a couple of years. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a small world, huh? It really Too is small. a small world. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So you graduate college, you're, 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 kind of with this idea of, well, I need to get a summer job, but you know, there's not a lot of summer jobs to be had because of COVID, right? And working on the water is awesome. I know I've always worked on the water, you know, being as being a captain, but also before that, always having a job, whether it's during the summer, the winter had to be by the ocean. So that takes a certain kind of person though, to be on the water and out in the sun and on a boat and you got to enjoy it. Right. So have you yeah. always been attracted to the ocean in the water? Yeah, no, I grew up on the water. I grew up sailing my whole life. I was a sailing instructor for many years up at a summer camp okay. on Lake George, Adirondack camp. Um, I grew up there. I grew up in the water as whitewater kayaking since I was probably seven or eight years old. Oh, nice. Yeah, and sailing uh, as much as I possibly can. So the water has always been a big part of my life and activities on the water. And for some reason, I've always just had this drive to be near the water. First of all, that's one of the reasons why I went to Hobart and William Smith is because it's on a massive lake. And there's so much opportunity to right. do whatever you want on the lake. Um, and then being up here in Gloucester, we just moved up here and now we're right on the water. And uh, it just, just seemed like a natural fit for me to want to do something out on the water. And then now, with Boat Grub started, being able to help people with this idea and get to continue on my passion of being out on the water. Right. Yeah, well, in Gloucester is such an awesome place to to have that. You know, it's it's like the epicenter for commercial fishing and really the quintessential New England, you know, town by the water, Right. Uh, my grandfather actually, he fished out of Gloucester. He was a long liner, um, back in like the, the 80, the seventies or eighties. I don't, I don't know exactly when, but, um, well, yeah, so that's awesome. So now you're kind of in this weird limbo phase where you graduate college, the jobs are kind of like, uh, iffy, right. Um, which is a very similar story to kind of what, what, uh, came about with, uh, beyond the buoy where I was out in Hawaii as a captain. And then all of a sudden, you know, COVID-19 hits, work dries up, and now I got to go back to Rhode Island and kind of figure things out, which is... Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Beyond the Buoy. My name is Captain Zach, and in today's episode, I speak with Hugh Mitchell, the founder and owner of Boat Grub. 
Now, we all know 2020 has been a little weird, right? We've had the incredible wildfires over in Australia, the global pandemic, or as I like to say, COVID, the land of COVID. And to cap it off, we've had some protests as well here in the United States. But within every disaster, you always got to see the light. And when Hugh graduated college and all the jobs that he had lined up kind of fizzled out and dried up, he decided that, well, hey, screw it. I'm going to go create my own job. And that is exactly what he did. So with his 15-foot whaler, Hugh decided that he was going to create a food delivery service over in Gloucester, Massachusetts, delivering high-quality food to customers out on their boats, marinas, docks, and so on and so forth. Wherever he could get in via boat, whether it be a beach or dock, he was going to deliver some food. And now he was teamed up with restaurants all around the Gloucester and Ansquam area and is delivering food on a daily basis. It's an awesome story, incredible work ethic that Hugh has, and it was great to be able to get in touch with him. So with that, I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Beyond the Buoy. As always, remember to stick around towards the end and enjoy the show. Hugh, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Buoy. It's a real pleasure to have you here. And you are with Boat Grub, a business born out of the COVID-19 era and uh, for a good reason, but it's a real pleasure to have you here. You're up in Massachusetts. I'm in Rhode Island, so a couple New England guys, and uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks so much. It's, uh, it's great to be here. I love the podcast, uh, and it's a real pleasure to be on. Thank you for reaching out, and thanks for getting me on here. Yeah, well, when I saw what you were doing, you know, all of a sudden, I felt like I was bombarded with, you know, uh, trade only, all, the, all these news outlets that I follow um, just for being in the industry. And all of a sudden, your name pops up. So I'm like, oh, man, I got I to gotta reach out to this guy. So, Hugh, why don't you give us a little bit of background as to who you are, and then let's get right into how everything kind of has started in the story of Boat Grub. So who are you? Yeah, so my name's Hugh. I'm a recent college graduate. I went to Hobart and William Smith College. I graduated with the virtual class of 2020. Um, I was born in Manchester by the sea. And I just recently moved up to Gloucester in Anasquam, Massachusetts, right up here on the North Shore. And uh, after I graduated, I had a bunch of job prospects lined up in March. And then COVID-19 happened and everything kind of dried up completely. So I wanted to spend my summer at least out on the water. And I wanted to buy a boat, a little 15-foot whaler. But my dad was saying how I got to make something happen if I actually want to spend my summer out in the water. So I kind of crafted this idea of Boat Grub. Um, there was a new restaurant that just moved right around the corner from me, and they have a dock. So it kind of seemed like this could be a good fit for this business I was trying to start. So I pitched them the idea of a water delivery service by boat from their restaurant dock out to boats on moorings, anchorages, or people sitting out on the beach trying to socially distance there. They seemed to love the idea, so I moved forward with it, created the Boat Grub brand as it's starting to become known. And uh, yeah, the Boston Herald came, picked up the story, and uh, I think a big part of that is how uh, exciting it is, something new, something that hasn't really been done in this area, to say the least. Um, but it's just such a... To me, it almost seemed like a no-brainer, in a sense. You have all these people sitting out on their boats, and everyone's trying to socially distance right now, and restaurant industry especially is suffering a lot right now with the restrictions. And where I live up here, there's a lot of 
small local businesses and restaurants, not big chains, and they're restricted to only outdoor dining and maybe just takeout, so their market's been cut almost in half. But with Boat Grub, I'm trying to help them expand their market and reach these people that are sitting out on the beach on their boats and preventing them from having to come into the restaurant where there might not be enough seating. So I'm just bringing the food to them. Yeah, so before we get too much into Boat Grub as the brand and the business, you know, there's got to be some draw because, you know, you're a recent college grad going from, what was it, Hobart College, right? Up in New yeah. right? yeah, York, William right? Smith. Upstate New York. Upstate New York. It's pretty much right in between Syracuse and Rochester, so... Oh, all right. Right on. So it's funny, you know, before we got on and started recording, I had mentioned that I knew Hogan Peters from you, Surfboard Wax, who's been on the podcast. And the fact that you guys or you, what is it, mutually kind of know each other? Yeah, we knew each other. I knew him um, when I was at school for a couple of years. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a small world, huh? It really Too is small. a small world. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So you graduate college, you're, 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 kind of with this idea of, well, I need to get a summer job, but you know, there's not a lot of summer jobs to be had because of COVID, right? And working on the water is awesome. I know I've always worked on the water, you know, being as being a captain, but also before that, always having a job, whether it's during the summer, the winter had to be by the ocean. So that takes a certain kind of person though, to be on the water and out in the sun and on a boat and you got to enjoy it. Right. So have you always been attracted to the ocean in the water? Yeah, no, I grew up on the water. I grew up sailing my whole life. I was a sailing instructor for many years up at a summer camp on Lake George, Adirondack camp. Um, I grew up there. I grew up in the water as whitewater kayaking since I was probably seven or eight years old. Oh, nice. Yeah, and sailing uh, as much as I possibly can. So the water has always been a big part of my life and activities on the water. And for some reason, I've always just had this drive to be near the water. First of all, that's one of the reasons why I went to Hobart and William Smith is because it's on a massive lake. And there's so much opportunity to do whatever you want on the lake. Um, And then being up here in Gloucester, we just moved up here and now we're right on the water. And uh, it just just seemed like a natural fit for me to want to do something out on the water. And then now, with Boat Grub started, being able to help people with this idea and get to continue on my passion of being out on the water. Right. Yeah, well, in Gloucester is such an awesome place to to have that. You know, it's it's like the epicenter for commercial fishing and really the quintessential New England, you know, town by the water, right? Uh, my grandfather actually, he fished out of Gloucester. He was a long liner, um, back in like the, the 80, the seventies or eighties. I don't, I don't know exactly when, but, um, well, yeah, so that's awesome. So now you're kind of in this weird limbo phase where you graduate college, the jobs are kind of like, uh, iffy, right. Um, which is a very similar story to kind of what, uh, came about with, uh, beyond the buoy where I was out in Hawaii as a captain. And then all of a sudden, you know, COVID-19 hits, work dries up, and now I got to go back to Rhode Island and kind of figure things out, which is then the reason behind Beyond the Buoy. And it's kind of where it is today because of COVID-19. So it's interesting to see how companies, right, you can either be someone who sits back and does nothing and says, whoa, it's me. Or you can be like a guy like you and say, all right, well, I want to work on the water. 
I want to be helpful and I also want to, you know, have a job. And all of a sudden, Boat Grub is born. So what was kind of the mindset of, all right, crap, you know, I don't have a job. I want a boat, but I also need to make money. What was the, the initial kind of reaction to COVID-19? Well, I mean, like you said, all the job, jobs drying up. So that was, I put a real damper on my graduation like mm. many other kids have experienced. I mean, anyone who's graduating with the virtual class of 2020, um, their experience is not the same as anyone else. And as a result, in my mind, it's almost our duty to try to make something happen right. out of this um, and try to find a solution. We are faced with this problem. We didn't cause this problem, but I, in my eyes, it's our duty to try and help solve it. Just as the graduating class in and of itself, we should be taking as much um, pride in the work that we're doing and trying to make a difference to make our mark in a sense. Well, that's awesome. That's a really good way to look at it and, you know, selfless in a lot of ways too, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I can't imagine, you know, when I graduated college, right, I had the typical graduation ceremony, walk across stage. What was it like, you know, being in your shoes to try and say, all right, I had this massive accomplishment, you know, I just went to college for four years and graduated and have a degree, but I can't celebrate it. And not only can I not celebrate it, but the entire country can't celebrate it. So what's that? What's that like? Well, I mean, as anyone can imagine, it was really anticlimactic. And you, right. Like you said, you spend these four years, you're waiting for your senior spring or your graduation day. And then to have all that cut short, it can really put a damper on you. But in my eyes, it's what you do with that, that really makes the difference. Because yes, the ceremony is a big deal. But it's just confirming what you already know is that you've learned as much as you can from that experience. And now it's your job to go and do something with it. So, yes, I graduated, but I could have sat at home and sulked and just been like, well, I got nothing I can do about it now. So I might as well wait for something to come to me. Or you can take the initiative and go out and try to make something happen. I mean, if I can't find a job, what's stopping me from creating my own? Right. Love that. I love that mindset. Um, so you go from, all right, now I got to get a job. What was the initial, you know, you, you first started out saying, hey, you know, you want to get a boat, but your dad's like, hey, I, you know, you got you to gotta be able to, you know, make some money while you're doing it. What was that initial, you know, kind of jump? Um. So the initial kind of jump was I was sitting around brainstorming, sitting right here on the porch, looking back over at the water, and I saw this brand new restaurant. I knew that they were coming in to fill the space, and they had a dock. So I was almost thinking to myself, why can't I grab the food from them and bring it out to these hundreds of people that are on their boats on Anchorage or sitting out on the beach? Like, what's stopping me from bringing it out to them? And... I've always had the mindset when I go in to have a conversation with someone is what's the worst that could happen? They say no. All right, I'm back to exactly where I was right. five minutes ago. Right. So I just crafted this little business model, business proposal saying the people will order from your restaurant. They'll tell me where they are and I'll go bring it to them. 
it's it's when you think about it that way it's not that mm -hmm. complicated you're just ferrying the food from one place to another so i brought that idea to the restaurant and uh sat down with the chef josh at talise and I pitched him the idea and he's like, I love this idea so much. Like, you're right. There's this whole addressable market that we can't really touch right now. And having a service like Boat Grub would make the difference right. for us. Yeah. And it, it, it's a no brainer for them, right? I mean, I can't imagine any restaurants are like, nah, we don't want to deal with that because at the same, it's, you're, you're catering directly to their audience and their market. And it's basically a, it's a win-win on both ends. Exactly. Yeah, it really doesn't end up costing them that much. That's because I'm. They all they have to do is make the food as they normally would, put in a little to-go box, and I pick it up right from the restaurant and bring it out to the customer. Right. So, your customer base. You know, obviously, Boat Grub has the 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 boat aspect of things, right? And so you're mostly dealing with people that are on moorings, in docks, at marinas what's your what's your kind of your market right now um so right now i don't know if some people have seen the map uh i'm in the ipswich bay side of the anasquam river and there's a beautiful beach wingersheek beach and people will come up here from really all over the north shore to spend the afternoon at the beach and uh, people will bring their boats up from either gloucester harborside manchester by the sea marblehead newburyport even Massachusetts, and they'll come and spend the afternoon, and now into the late evening, uh, out on a mooring, anchored up on the beach. So the market's pretty wide and diverse. So it's it's a great market to try to break into with a delivery service like this. Right. So it's almost as if it's uh, you know where you are location-wise is a perfect spot to test this. Yeah, it's almost like it was entirely right. made for it. You know, and I've done some boating out on the Bass River and in Gloucester and, you know, there's tons of sandbars and beaches that you can take a, a little 15-foot whaler and kind of get it up on the beach and then go deliver your food. Um, so are people, how does it work, right? So I order, I go on your website or do I give you a call and I order my food from the restaurant or? Yeah, so right now you can go to boatgrub.com. Uh, it's a great website. I <laughs> love it. Uh, and there's a big order now button. So you hit that button. And at the moment, we're still only with our flagship partner, Talise, to order food. So you hit that order now button, and it sends you to the ordering plat, like ordering portal. And you select boat delivery, and then it prompts you if you want it delivered to your boat on a mooring, uh, your dock, if you're lucky enough to have a house that has a dock around here right now, or even if you're just near it. Uh, and then you can do beach delivery. And you just write a little note attached to it saying, this is the name of my boat. I'm roughly on one of these moorings or I'm at the beach and I'm near this pickup location or my dock's right here, like 100 yards from a footbridge or down from this colored house. And you leave your phone number. And I pick up the order probably 20 minutes after you place it because that's about the time it takes the kitchen to make the meal. And then I give you a call when I'm on my way. And the feedback that I've been getting from people is, first, they love the convenience factor of it. It's super easy for them to order these delicious meals right off their phone. And they love the simplicity of me just bringing it straight up to you. 
I had a couple of people come up to me after I dropped it off and just tell me like, you're, oh, you're doing God's work right now. Really? I don't know if it's that extreme, but, <laughs> but I can see that they really enjoy um, the service so far. No, that's, it's, it's awesome. I'm sure the reactions with people are, it, there's got to be that almost this like feeling like this is really cool, right? To have a meal from a restaurant getting delivered by boat to my boat. I mean, there's that, that I, don't, I don't quite have the word for it, but it's just a really cool service to be offering. So in terms of like the logistics side of things, I'm kind of curious, do you have like a cooler on the boat? Like how do you keep, let's say, you know, raw oysters nice and chilled and, and able to be served right after being on a boat and being delivered? Yeah, so the good news is most of the deliveries are within like a five-minute boat or a ten-minute boat ride, five to ten minutes. So time-wise, it's not like I'm traveling 30 minutes to deliver your food right now after, after I pick it up. Uh, I do have a cooler on the boat. It's a lovely old igloo cooler. <laughs> um, but I place the orders. They're, they're prepackaged from the restaurant, put them in the cooler, and the cooler tends to keep either everything cold or everything warm. I'm getting a second cooler right now. Um, I'm going to get the kind of space blanket insulation for it so it can keep some meals hot. And then the other cooler has some ice in it most of the time if it's like oysters, like you said, or if it's the cold lobster rolls or the uh, other stuff that's on the menu. So it, it, it keeps the food hot. I haven't had anyone come to me yet and say, I loved the burger, but it was kind of cold by the time it got here because, like I said, it's not even a 10-minute boat ride from the dock over to the beach or the furthest mooring that I'm getting to. Right, right. And how, I mean, with the summer coming up, um, you know, in, into full swing, I would say we're we're kind of on the cusp of it, right? Fourth of July is, what, next weekend, and then all of a sudden, you know, August, September, and then, you know, obviously during the fall, things start to slow down. But um, what's the... What's the reaction been with the, the market so far? Like, are you seeing a lot of orders per day or are weekends more busy than the weeks or how's that work? Yeah. So, I mean, last week was our first week. Thursday, um, I spent the majority of the day passing out flyers and just going boat to boat, person to person on the beach, just trying to talk to as many people as I could. I think I've passed out at least over 200, 250 flyers and talked to at least 200 individual people about the service that I'm offering now. So Thursday, I think I had like one order. Friday, I had two. Saturday, I had six. And then Sunday, I had six by about two o'clock. And then the restaurant actually almost ran out of food. Like we were making too many deliveries and having too many orders that they needed to save some of the food for the, really? uh, yeah, for the reservations that they had that night. So we had to like suspend delivery service. But that's just one of those kind of things that comes with a new business. You're trying to figure out the demand, first of all, and then how to supply that demand. So I think it's dialed in now. I'm uh, hoping that we're not going to run out of food this Saturday, tomorrow, because it's supposed to be a hot day and it's going to be a beautiful beach day. So have you, um, you know, going forward, what's kind of the the future of Boat Grub in the sense that do you see yourself doing this, you know, continuing on and maybe spreading this down to places like, I don't know, Florida and other places that have a lot of boating activity. And then also, I don't, there's a guy over in here in Point Judith. I don't know if he's still there, but his name was Captain Mike. And he had Captain Mike's like tiki and ice cream boat 
thing. I, it was a, it was like an old pontoon boat converted into this tiki bar, and he had ice cream and hot dogs and a whole bunch of stuff. Are have you thought about it doing any of that kind of thing? Or um, I guess the big question would be like, where's this going? You know? Yeah. So first, like the business model of Boat Grub isn't in the wholesaling business, so we're not going to be buying a lot of food ourselves and then reselling it. It's the delivery mechanism that we function as. Um, moving forward, I want to bring more restaurants on to start around the Gloucester area, moving into the Gloucester Harbor, uh, and then down the coast a little bit. Finish developing uh, the online platform that I have, or that I'm in the works of building right now. Uh, it's a lot of work to be able to link in with all these different restaurant POS systems, but it's in the works at the moment. And um, yeah, so the end goal that I like to think of is having a, a fleet of boat grub drivers that are on like, any beach restaurant dock or sitting out around beaches, beach bars, all up and down the coast, anywhere. And then that kind of helps to address the, well, what are you going to do in winter question? Because up here, you're not going to have a lot of deliveries in the winter. Uh, but down in Florida, down in the Keys, why wouldn't you be able to keep running through the winter? If people are out in their boats, they are going to want food. And that helps the restaurant industry too because normally in the winter, they see a pretty steep drop-off um, of people coming into the restaurant. So why not bring the food to them? And if you right. keep doing it to docks, why wouldn't I? Want, I there's no such thing as bad weather. There's just bad gear. That's what I like to say. Yeah, so. nah, that's a great saying. I'm actually going to I'm gonna steal that from you, if you don't mind, because it, it really <laughs> does come down Go to, for it. <laughs> you know, the boat you're on, the gear that you're wearing, and you could be, you know, there could be a hurricane blowing, but if you have, well, that's a little drastic, right? No. Yeah, no, I don't know if I want to take no, a 15-foot no, whale no, around a hurricane don't, don't yet. Don't <laughs> like oysters in a hurricane. Um but uh, but yeah, it really does come down to like, do you have good rain like bibs and and uh, you know boots and a hat and you know I'm sure in Gloucester right you gotta you gotta rock the sou'wester you know always oh but, always um, <laughs> but yeah no that's that's so true so have you come into any challenges so far with you know what you're seeing like I'm sure the first day all of a sudden you have a, you know an influx of orders and or you know this first week you have an influx of orders and you're kind of winging it to some to some extent but at the same time you have a you have a plan right has that started to evolve already i mean plans always change i mean you always start with a plan and you have to be able to adapt to it um, so i think the first, the biggest thing was when i started this i was me and the restaurant agreed like we'll have people call in call into the restaurant, place the order over the phone, and then have someone at the restaurant plug in the information. So that just ended up becoming too much of a, uh, a time issue, in a sense. Like, it was just taking a lot of time. So then I figured out how to develop the online aspect of it. So people can go to BoatGrub.com, hit that Order Now button, and then place the order online. And then that saves the restaurant time. It saves me time because I get a little bit more information uh, from the customer that's ordering over the online platform and then it just kind of speeds up the whole process streamlines it a little bit so moving forward there's um that's going to be the kind of go-to when we bring on a new restaurant there's going to be a new tile uh, on the boat grub website and you can pick and choose from some of our offerings and then decide hey maybe i want 
this Talese burger today, or maybe I want some pizza the next day, or a sandwich from this local shop, but that's how I kind of see it moving forward, especially in this local area. And like I said, you have a plan, you have to be ready to adapt. I mean, I had a plan to graduate college and get a job in healthcare technology, uh, but I have to be able to adapt. Right. Yeah, all of a sudden you're trying to get a job in healthcare, healthcare technology, graduating college with what? You said political science and history? Yeah. yeah. And then now you are now you started a company called Boat Grub. You know? I mean, that's super cool. And I feel like a lot of great brands and businesses start, right, out of a crisis, you know, it or, or out of a need to make a change or solve a problem. So... I think it's awesome what you're doing. It's it's wicked cool. Yeah, you got to find the opportunity in, in the yeah, Absolutely. And there's going to be opportunity in anything, you know, and, and you just got to look for it. Um, I was listening to – I listened to a variety of podcasts, you know, even though I have one. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Jocko Willink. Jocko Willink. No, I, I don't think I have, but I'm writing it down. Yeah, he's a really good one. And there's this video on YouTube, and it's uh, – it's called good G O O D. Right. And it's all about how he was. So a little background around him. He also has some awesome books. Uh, extreme ownership is a great one. Um, and what his, what he says in this, you know, this podcast is that good, right? Crisis is happening. You didn't get the, the thing that you wanted. You didn't get the job that you got. Good right? Because this is how we grow. This is how we get better. And, you know, guys like you who aren't sitting back and doing nothing and, and saying, all right, good. Well, you got to move on. Got to keep pushing, you know, and now I have a, a boat and a company called Boat Grub, right? Like who would have thought? Um, so, you know, I think in everything, have you had a moment in time, maybe, and it doesn't have to just be in relation to Boat Grub, but has there been a moment in time, a person, or maybe even a place that's kind of influenced you as to where you are today? You know, someone that maybe motivated you, a mentor, or a place that was just so inspiring that you just had to do something? Ah, that's a good question. So I think, so I did a Knowles program. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, like the National Outdoor Leadership School. Yeah. I did a three, 30 day backpacking trip in Alaska. So uh, it was an amazing experience, 30 days backpacking to the Talkeetna Mountains right next to uh, Denali, all around that area. Um, but there was a point where the group, there's about 12 of us, uh, and we were all 16 years old at that point, and we had to do an independent student-led expedition. So the instructors that were with us, they were going to leave, and then we were going to have three days um, by ourselves in little groups of six and we would have to get from point A to point B without the instructors and then we had to elect someone that was gonna to lead the groups so I was elected as one of them and I was then responsible for making sure that everyone was going to be able to get there safe we had a plan to execute that day we had um, objectives throughout the day to accomplish and then if something crossed our path that we weren't sure how to navigate I would be responsible for coming up with a plan and making sure that I was going to execute and making sure everyone was safe in that sense. So having that experience has definitely resonated with me and lasted with me for a really long time. And just being able to adapt, 
having that plan, you can make a plan in the beginning of the day, but when you're three hours into a hike and you come across a glacial river that's four feet deep and moving really quick and you have to get six people across it, and there's not really any better option, you got to be able to adapt. So, Right. No, that's a great experience. You know, having done some backpacking myself, um, not in Alaska, but in Montana, Wyoming, and Utah. and That's, um, that's one of a couple of the places on my bucket list to go next. Uh, so what's the first one? What would you I say? Would, um, I would love to go to Montana mm. and then Idaho as well. I am. Uh, it's so funny you say that because I was just about to say, well, don't give like give Idaho the benefit of the doubt. Because what people don't realize is Idaho is unbelievable. It's incredible. And everyone's like, Idaho. Like, it's just potatoes and fields. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, there's some big mountains out there. (laughs) Huge. I mean, you have the Sawtooth Mountain Range. Um, You got places like Craters of the Moon. That's awesome. And all the hot springs. They're everywhere. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's it's one of the untouched gems. Absolutely. Unknown. It's funny, like I've met people from Idaho and they'll be like, uh, they'll ask me like, have I ever been there? And I'm like, of course, Idaho's gorgeous. And they're like, really? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, we know. And I'm like, yeah, I know you know, but I'm gonna keep the secret so no one else knows. So only us will, you know, we won't get Idaho populated like Colorado or any of these other states that are just blowing up, right? Keep it on the DL. Yeah, don't um, tell anyone about all this great stuff here. <laughs> yeah, don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, but well, that's awesome. So, you know, I th- I think you have something great here. I'm really excited, and I was so glad to talk to you today about it. Do you have um, before we kind of bring the ship into port? You know, I always like to ask the question of what the ocean means to you, because you're providing a service on the water on your boat. You know, there, like I said earlier, it takes a special person and something inside of you to really admire and appreciate where you're at. And I think the ocean for a lot of people does that. So what does the ocean mean to you, Hugh? The ocean to me, it means freedom. Um, the ability to go where you want to go, set your own course, and kind of pick your path and follow it how you want to follow it, uh, which is something that has stuck with me a lot in my life. I mean, not everyone is on the same path, and you have the ability to pick where you want to go. And what you want to do so when you're out on the water you don't always have to be right behind the person in front of you you can choose where you want to go and that's what the ocean's all about it's the freedom to set your own course and make decisions that you want to make and that will affect you either for good or for bad you can either set the wrong course end up in a rock or you can set the perfect course and go yeah. exactly where you want to be. So having that freedom that you get when you're out on the ocean is something that drives me to want to stay on the ocean and, and yeah. live my life like I'm out on the ocean. I love that. Yeah, and you know, there's a lot, a lot to be said about how freedom in, in the ocean coincide, you know, and how you're right. Like you could go in one direction and have a beautiful day on the water, or you could make a poor decision and end up on the rocks. Right. And, you know, I'm sure everyone has that story of how they get up on the rocks, you know, cause everyone's found one, you know, sooner or later, they're always going to find one. Um, 
but having that freedom to choose and make decisions on your own and, and being out on the water, I think, uh, I think you're right. It's that, that opportunity to have freedom, right? And it's unlike anywhere else. You know, even though you're in the woods, you're on the road driving around, like the ocean doesn't provide the same. Yeah, you, know? you don't have the same constraints as on the road or on a trail. Right. You can go where you want to go. Yep, and you can do what you want to do within constraints, right? I mean, with, gotta, yeah, within constraints, you're not we, we gotta fly use through sense. a channel. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. No wake zones exist. <laughs> exactly. So, well, Hugh, before we go, where can people learn about you know boat grub? Uh, where can people also order? Like, let's uh, let's hear it. Where, where can people get in touch? Yeah, so you can find us at boatgrub.com, and right now, like I was saying, we're still new. We're around the Anasquam River right now, but there is plans to expand. Uh, that's always the goal, keep growing, and eventually have a big old fleet of boat grub drivers. But you can also, so you can find us at boat grub. You can order there if you're in the area, and you can also follow us on Instagram, at boat grub. Uh, so if you guys need any more information, just contact information there as well. So Beautiful. feel free to throw us a line, as we like to say. I like so it. So drop us a line. <laughs> yeah. Right on. All right, man. Well, Hugh, again, real pleasure having you on the show. You know, hope to uh, talk to you more in the future and get the update on where Boat Grub is at. And, you know, hopefully uh, maybe even place an order here in Rhode Island sometime yeah, soon. Yeah, I so, mean, that would be a great place to be next. I'd love yeah, to Newport. Down to the boat show. Absolutely. Well, have a nice we'll, Boat Grub tent at the Newport Boat Show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's make it happen. So, anyway, Hugh, hey, great talking to you. And, uh, you know, Looking forward to uh, talking to you soon in the future. Thank you so much for having me on, Zach. It's been great. Thanks, you. All right. Bye. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Beyond the Buoy. It was a real pleasure having Hugh on the show and learning all about Boat Grub and what he's doing to really revolutionize a delivery service for food, right? It's such an awesome way how he took a negative situation, turned it into a positive, and it was really cool to be able to get to learn all about Hugh and the company that he's now creating. It's quickly growing. So if you go on his website, um, when, when we recorded this podcast, he was really just kind of focused on the Anasquam area. Now he's over in Manchester by the sea, and he has plans to grow and expand even more. So if you want to learn more about Hugh, go over to the URL, boatgrub.com, super easy. Check him out on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, anywhere else. There's also been some great articles written on him on his website. So if you scroll on down to the press side of his website, you can learn all about what he's got going on. So with that, if you want to turn in, tune into another episode of Beyond the Buoy, you can head on over to our website, beyondthebuoypodcast.com. You can also learn more about what we're doing over there. And if you want to support the show, you can either buy some shirts, buy some cool gear, and leave a review, like us on Facebook. Those are free. Those are simple, easy, takes two seconds. All you got to do is follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and also leave a review. Reviews are really important. They actually rank us on iTunes. So the more reviews we get, the higher the rank is and the better we become. So with that, as always, work hard, do good, be incredible, and we'll catch you on the next episode.